Hello and welcome to The Meat Improv with me, Josh Simpson. And me, Jake Jabor. The Meat is the improv and storytelling podcast. We've begun comedian guests to tell true meaty stories from their life. And then what do we do, Jake? Uh, well, we think about those stories and what's funny about them. And then we use that uh, for long form improvised comedic scenes. That's right. We don't air the part where we're thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. We spare the audience that, but it does happen for about yeah. two to three seconds. Uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash the meat improv. That is where you can get access to our discord channel and a weekly episode. Jake and I do called the potatoes where we do improv and then uh, give ourselves notes. I don't know. What, what uh-huh. you say, Jake? Uh, we do yeah. little lessons, but we improvise. Uh, <laughs> so that sounds interesting. <laughs> Not like a nightmare. Patreon.com slash the meat improv. <laughs> uh, it's fun. I'm just messing about missing a boot. All right, let's get to our, our episode for the day. It's a very special episode, a crossover episode. Part- mm-hmm. <laughs> That's up to them. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, from the film verse film podcast, it's Leonard Smith Jr. What's up, Leonard? What's going on? It's Hello, me. Leonard. Uh, I am Leonard. <laughs> we got to get everyone. Everyone's got to get the voices, you know, to the names here as they're listening on their runs or whatever. Uh, and Quinn Boyce is the second host. What's up, Quinn? Hello. This is what I sound Hello. like. This- <laughs> Hello, Quinn. All right. That is Quinn. <laughs> this is Josh. Oh, God. We're fucking it all up. Uh, um, so tell me a little bit about your about film versus film podcasts. Uh, let's start there. I'm a big movie guy, so I'm, I'm curious. Uh, you know, it, it was um, it was 2020. It was a lot of time alone. So, you know, like half of America, we started a podcast. And, yeah, uh, great. I uh, I always had this weird hypothesis or just like interest in the fact my first like restaurant job, I was like 18 and all these guys in the kitchen, they were all white guys, like got on me so hard and so many different people for not knowing about Princess Bride uh-huh. and never seeing it. And I was just like, I don't know what the fuck this movie is. And uh, <laughs> um, everyone who's seen it, quotes it instantly has like there's two or three lines that they say instantly i don't know i i feel like i know them from hearing it like indubitably or i don't know what the fuck it is indubitably is one i would i would guess now i want to do it is that the most (laughs) annoying do it do it do it uh uh, no more rhyming i mean it anybody want a peanut yeah there you go like that's if they if people know the movie they know it very well and they're all about it well, I'm going to tell you this right now. Black people don't know about the Prince. <laughs> what? Okay. But there's this movie that came out two years later called Harlem Nights. One uh-huh. of my favorite movies of all time. Red Fox, Richard Pryor, uh-huh. Eddie Murphy. Three of the biggest comedy stars at the time. The biggest comedy star at the time, Eddie Murphy in the movie. And white people do not know about this movie. A majority of white people. Not all white people. Obviously, I feel like white people in comedy might know it out here, but there's still a lot of white people I've met out here who do not know what Harlem Nights is. and I've heard of it. I don't think I've seen it, though. So you've never seen it. All yeah. black people have seen Harlem Nights. It is what it is. We've all seen it. We all know it. We quote it. <laughs> it's great. Came out two years apart, and one group knows all about one and doesn't know about the other, and it always fascinated me. So just on that thought, I created the podcast with my white counterpart, Quinn Boys. <laughs> uh, we're on a... Uh, uh, is that how you introduce him every time? Yes, my white <laughs> counterpart. We're I've asked a, him not to. <laughs> we were on an improv team together Lotions 11 that was coached by Jake and uh, we always had a great rapport so I was like hey you want to do this podcast with me and he 
thank God he said yes. That's a great idea for a podcast. Yeah. Um, we looked around at the podcast landscape and we realized there weren't enough. Um, a lot of podcasts, I don't know if you guys realize this, talk about movies. Uh, <laughs> I think 90% of them talk about movies. And we were like, what if we talked about two movies? And I fit the other descriptions in that I have seen Princess Bride and I have not seen Harlem Nights. So after that, it was all the rest is history. <laughs> yeah, so we, we choose a prompt, pit two movies against each other, and then... Now we have a guest choose the winner. The first season we had to eventually one of us had to give up till we gave the other one a win. And then um, <laughs> that is so wild. We have a winner of the season and the loser gets punished. <laughs> so, were those like eight hour episodes? I feel like <laughs> we went until someone's laptop battery died. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. One of, one of you had to admit you're the loser. That's a, that's, I like that. Uh, uh, that's a that's a great idea for for a show. Uh, would have been so. Princess Bride is one I saw kind of later. I feel like that. I guess that that qualifies as a white movie per se. But to me, that like when I hear that, I think of like that's a movie for kids, sort of. Does that make sense? Yeah, I feel like there's a nostalgic value for. I feel like most people my age who know it, they probably all saw it as kids. So okay, yeah, that's why they're all about it. That makes sense. Did you? Did you see Harlem Nights as a kid? Because that's a more dramatic movie, right? I feel like I actually, I saw it as a teenager. I had seen it referenced and like maybe I'd seen it in the background, but I didn't fully truly watch it until I was like, um, like 17 or something like that. And I was like, this movie is amazing. So Interesting. Uh, I like the idea that maybe um, like a white person and a black person could sit down in the same theater and watch the same role of film and a white person will see princess bride while a black person sees Harlem <laughs> nights because every time you said that Leonard, it's born out. Whoever you're talking to is like, yeah, I've seen princess bride. And then if they're, they're black. They're like, Nope, <laughs> I've seen Harlem it's nights. I, I don't know. <laughs> I've asked a lot of people too. Like I've been, I've been on this trek for like 10 years. So <laughs> you found it. You found the two. Uh, movies. Yeah. So my thing was like, all right, so what movie would fall, what two movies would fall into that category for like our generation, my age range. And I feel like I know some black movies that could probably fall into the, whatever are that sector. But I feel like by that moment in time, if it was like a very popular white movie, it was just a popular movie. And it was harder to find hidden gems that had like such a cult following that black people wouldn't know about. So like early 2000s, my thought was all black people have really seen like all about the Benjamins. I don't know if any of you have seen all about the Benjamins. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Ice Cube. Yep. Ice Cube and Mike Epps. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, great movie. They did like a, a run of like three or four movies together, like the same movie, but just with different <laughs> scenarios, different like plots, but basically the same movie and like maybe paid in full, you know, maybe there's a lot of, I feel like black movies that could probably, but you know, with, white culture it's popular culture so then we normally at least know about those yeah that makes sense what about (laughs) now i want to like i'm trying to think of like like what i would consider to be like white (laughs) i don't know i thought it was like something like i walk this tightrope every episode of what you're doing (laughs) right now (laughs) what about saving silverman oh you know what i feel like that's a pretty good choice that most black people probably would not know about i've seen it it's just because it came on Comedy Central a lot. Yeah, okay. Comedy Central uh, just exposed me to a lot of white comedies. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, the funny I part would, is... 
Go I ahead. will also say I appreciate Quinn. Quinn is he's a great co-host and uh he gets put into a lot of situations by me. <laughs> <laughs> he handles them very well. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I'm like literally just trying to think of other movies to throw at this. I, I I get what you're saying though. What um, what would be like a recent one, Leonard? Do you do, are they all like? Or hmm. I'm trying to think of an example of like. I feel like it's tough. Like Medea like, movies. The, the, I've never seen a Medea movie. Is yeah, that, neither have I. I've never. Yeah. Seen a <laughs> I don't know what category to put that Someone's in. Someone's going. But yeah, <laughs> yeah people it, are going. Those are actually gonna, Italian it, movies. It doesn't really make sense. Yeah. If it's going to be a black movie, it's probably going to be like a Tyler Perry movie for sure. Okay. Uh, I guess, I guess that makes sense. Um, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, I was just trying to see what that, what about, <laughs> I'm just going to test this the whole first portion of this part. What about Ernest? Is Ernest, Ernest is universal, isn't he? Ernest, Ernest goes to Ernest camp. Ernest goes to camp and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah, I love Ernest it. <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> I'm trying to find the one that are like, you know what movie I loved as a kid that I feel like most people don't ever talk about and never gets referenced is What's the that? Problem Child movies. I like Problem Child. John Ritter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in um, Cape Fear. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> this is the second time I brought up Cape Fear on this podcast <laughs> in a month. <laughs> uh, he, Robert De Niro gets out of prison and goes to see Problem Child and is laughing <laughs> so hard. Like, he's partly trying to annoy people, but he is laughing the hardest I've ever seen a person laugh at <laughs> Problem Child. And I'm always like, did they... Was this a rights thing? But like Martin Scorsese is pretty meticulous about detail. So was he like problem child? That's that movie is funny enough that this works. Uh, or were there like other movies they threw in there? Or was it just like we have problem child and it's like, fine, he'll think that's funny. Like, um, yeah, yeah. Was it a studio thing or was it a Scorsese thing? I'd right. love it if the problem child producer, like if they shared the same production company, they're like, we got to push problem child. So it's coming out three months after Cape fear. Just have them watch it and have Robert De Niro. Love it. And people will, it'll drive the box office. They had to set the movie slightly in the future. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Threw everything up. <laughs> we got to get a new car for him then. Uh, it's not. Gonna That's why Robert De Niro is referring to president Dole. And they just, they got a couple things wrong. There is like a type of movie, like, like a problem child that I totally grew up with, like video store classics, you might call them that like that. I don't, I don't think are on streaming or anything like that. Uh, what would you say? Like problem, problem child would be one of them. I'm trying to I think like I gave, uh, I gave Leonard homeward bound. I gave Leonard homeward bound on an episode. Once he got really angry that I feel like is a classic, like every oh. kid has that VHS. Yeah. What you got uh, angry? Why did you, you have or haven't seen it? Oh, I just got angry because it was just a a two hour lull <laughs> fest. Talk about why you why you really got angry, Leonard. You got well, angry first of all, you couldn't, what, you couldn't if reckon the, if, this, if these couldn't if, reckon that the animals were talking but not moving their mouths. Oh, but yeah. What is it? Is it telekinesis? Is it what's happening? <laughs> You're they thinking bark, too hard about also it. Also, talking and then they don't bark and then they're talking. It didn't make <laughs> sense. It didn't make sense. It is a choice. I'm with you there. When I when I revisited it, I was like. Oh, they just, <laughs> but what would be better moving lips? 
like like animated. It would have been better if they just didn't create the movie. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. What a, I've got I two movies that I think about that I'm like I don't see this. Um, well, one is Three Ninjas. Does everybody Love three ninjas. is that mm-hmm. like a Universal? Three Rocky Ninjas Tom, is a Universal. Colt's the third one. Colt, yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, we all know Three Ninjas. Uh, I feel like I never see that. Feels like it never bubbles up to like. Maybe it was just very bad, but we all liked it as a kid. But it's like I, I never hear. I watch that way more than I watch like The Goonies or Karate Kid. Like. <laughs> Um, yeah, same. Three inches all the time. There's like Dennis the Menace, blank check. Oh Those man, Dennis. Oh blank check. Woo. Yeah. Blank check is, is if I, I somehow watched uh, like maybe the first 20 minutes of blank check a year, a couple years ago, and I was just like, this is fucking ridiculous. Who who allowed this movie to be made? <laughs> <laughs> I remember it was as a just kid, like, though. man, white kids got whatever they wanted. It was great. <laughs> All you needed was one check that couldn't be canceled for some reason. <laughs> yeah, <they could> be <laughs> he bought so much shit. And his parents just don't realize he bought the house across the street or something. Like, what is going on? <laughs> Who signed the documents for him to buy this house? <laughs> I think, like, Blank Check and the movie Double Jeopardy were two movies that I took too literally. I, like, learned the wrong <laughs> lesson. I was like, Blank Check. Damn, you could get <laughs> you can cash a check for anything, and double jeopardy, like being like once you break the law once. <laughs> uh, there's again. a movie that I loved as a kid that I should not have been watching, and that was RoboCop. Yeah, this thing I don't think my parents. My sister's like, oh, it's RoboCop. Okay, it's a robot sci-fi movie or something. And fuck, man, that movie's gruesome. Yeah, the first I- scene. How he becomes Robocop. He gets shot to death, like <laughs> not to death, but near death. <laughs> blow off his arms and legs and shit. I haven't seen that one in a, like, I don't think I've ever seen Robocop all the way through. What? The yeah. first one is pretty lit. They like, it originally got like an NC 17 rating and they had to like change some things to make yeah. it rated R. I might have seen it because my parents knew that I shouldn't be watching it as a kid. And then I just missed my window. <laughs> um, I, I feel like horror movies is one that's like maybe more niche. Like, I feel like people grow up watching specific like horror movies feels like something that like someone in your group of friends might their parents might get you to rent one and then it like becomes a fabric of your childhood in a way that like, Oh, I wouldn't have had access to this, (laughs) but we saw it once. So now it's like, let's go rent whatever again. Mm -hmm. Um, Does anybody have movies that come to mind for that? Mine would be people under the stairs. That's okay. Yeah. I haven't seen that one. Good one. That was, okay. that one I saw once at a sleepover, and I was like so fucking freaked out by it that like I, I definitely watched it a few more times since then. It's a Wes Craven movie. <laughs> uh, as a kid, I loved horror movies, so I like I watched them all. Um, I remember Candyman scared the shit out of Candyman me. Candyman was <laughs> I never saw it. I like the, the only time I ever like said it in the mirror. I was at church. I was like, all right, I can do this at church. <laughs> And I don't even think I really did. I don't even think I said it all the full amount of times. So. Well, then you <laughs> didn't do, you do it. What do you say? You, you say, say his name three times in a ba- in a mirror. Yeah, we, um, my friends and I did that. We went into a bathroom uh, and shut the door, 
and turn the lights off and said Candyman three times and you're supposed to flip the light on. Yeah. And by That's coincidence, it. <laughs> it was the last go on that light bulb. So when we flipped the light, it went, it popped. And we like, it was like five 12 year olds just like throwing each other, trying to get out of that door. Like you have never seen like it was like we were all kind of scaring each other a little bit, but nobody really thought anything was going to happen. And then that light bulb would pop and it was just like, fuck you all. <laughs> we're going to die. I'm getting out of this. It was fight or flight. <laughs> like I just remember people just like like it was a, such a quick way to go like, oh, we're not that. None of us are that good of friends. Like we all thought we were going to die. And it was like, fuck you. I'm out of here. It was so crazy. If that happened to me, Jake, I would be a priest right now. There's no way that's that's not an accident. The light bulb has thousands of flicks in it. And that happened on the time you said Candyman three times. No way. That's coincidence. Yeah, it was terrifying. That movie scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Do you have one, Quinn? I, I, you know, mine's not really that niche, but maybe that's that's okay. Um, my mom uh, showed me like at a relatively young age. I think she was like, "Oh, you can watch like the first slasher movie because comparatively, it's so tame to what was out there in like the '90s and and 2000s and today." So mine is the first Halloween. Uh, And that became like a movie that I like loved for like the atmosphere and would watch every Halloween, despite not really ever being that spooked because it was always kind of like, you know, I would get scared by things that weren't supposed to be scary, like an episode of like Courage the Cowardly Dog, but like actual horror movies they would like put, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So your mom was like, you can't see any of the new stuff, but I'll let you like watch a. (laughs) <laughs> like, yeah, like flash. I'm trying to think what would have been popular. Like she would have never okayed me seeing Saw, which was like all the like kind of torture porn or like really extreme slasher movies. Yeah. But she's like, you can see Jamie Lee Curtis walking around Haddonfield, Ohio, or wherever they're supposed to be in <laughs> Haddonfield, <laughs> Illinois. Um, and uh, yeah, it's so tame compared to because it's all it is. It's like it's daylight for the first half of the movie. And then she'll just like see him like behind a clothesline, not really trying to hide. And I'll be like, it's spooky. It's creepy. But I'm not like shitting yeah. my pants yeah michael myers is not <laughs> like it's weird that they created a monster that's slow <laughs> yeah, he's uh, relentless but he never breaks into even a jog yeah uh, <laughs> your um your mom doing that <laughs> makes me think of like one thing which is not my story but um i heard like Paul Rust on another podcast say that like his mom <laughs> ed- edited a version of Pulp Fiction with all the like <laughs> violence out of it so that he could watch it, uh, which must have taken forever. Um, she got final cut she, and like <laughs> put it in the I think she had two VCRs or something and like wow, recorded that's commitment. <laughs> so he had like this weird like PG 13 version of, uh, Pulp Fiction. <laughs> um, but <laughs> my story, which is less exciting, but when I got caught using the computer for pornography, <laughs> my mom was like, when was that oh. last week? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I accidentally used her email account to sign up for something. Uh, <laughs> um, she was like, I'll let you get a subscription to Playboy. Like it was the same, like, uh, don't go looking on the internet <laughs> and find the saw of porn. Like I'll let you have power. 
I'll let you have that. It's <laughs> just like, okay, uh, yeah, tantalizing. Um, she was like trying to cut me off before my brain rotted. Uh, Who, whose name was it under? Um, I never did it. I never took her up on it. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. weird. Yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess. I guess I asked the first weird question, and <laughs> we're done. We're done talking about this. I can't be able to Playboy with like one of those printed on address labels that says my mom's name on it. Is your mom demystifying it? Like she drops it outside your room every time it comes, and she goes, "Okay, Jake, I'm gonna go downstairs and close your door now." Jakey? Yes. Jakey. Um, what? 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 Are you busy? Are you doing homework or what are you up to? <laughs> yeah, I, I was finishing up a book report. <laughs> well, that's good. Um, your father and I, we, um, we noticed there was some things you were recording off of the television. Uh, some what? USA Network <laughs> type stuff. Um, <laughs> silk stockings Mom. you, la- you labeled <laughs> you labeled <laughs> you labeled the tape music videos <laughs> and I had to check and it's sil- silk stockings back to back it was a four hour tape and I squeezed the silk stockings in the middle of it you watched four hours okay so that was on purpose yeah we watched the whole tape we watched okay. the whole tape. I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> well, if you want, if you're looking to watch sexy stuff, jerk off, whatever it is going to be. <laughs> Mom! Your dad and I want to help you not waste your time on what amounts to softcore <laughs> pornography on cable. Mom! Well, you're... They're never going to show you what you want to see on Silk Stockings. Um, it's a weird show for adults to watch and an even weirder one for children to watch. So we don't want you to get a warped sense of what sexuality is. I don't want to. OK, I won't watch it anymore. Well, that's not we want to give you good examples. Listen, listen, son, son. What the hell? <laughs> listen, I sent your mom in first to just. You're standing outside the door? Yes, I've been listening the whole time. Okay. Now listen, son, not only are we trying to help you grow and and learn the right way or whatever way you want to learn, okay? But you used four hours of tape and put this in the middle, okay? You know, we 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 only have so many tapes, son, okay? So you need to get to the real hardcore action get it done get it out of the way save yourself some time save us some space on the tapes are you and mom on the same message right now yes (laughs) no yes all right son let me ask you a quick question are you a dry tugger or do you like to use lotion yeah that's a good question no it isn't who wants an ant on a log while we talk about this (laughs) i made some ants on a log get that out of here henry i know you want some ants on a log uh yeah can i get the ones without raisins hon you know i don't like the raisins that's no problem. I'll pick them off for you. <laughs> what the hell? Jake, I mean, it's, Jake it's, it's grandma, Jake. God, are you, are you just, waiting in the hallway? Your father picked me up from the uh, the nursing facility. I just wanted to come. I hear you've had a little 
problem. Don't be embarrassed. I d- I wasn't. I didn't have a problem. Well, I heard that you've been using the VHS tapes to record some smutty material. Yeah. And I just want to let you know that you're never too old to stop using your imagination. You can take some of these ideas and write them down, write them in books, write poems that are erotic. Uh, You don't have to use videotapes. You're getting way too much screen time as it is. Mom, (laughs) we're not going to push the imagination. We're not. (laughs) You're stifling the boy. Well, you know that that's not realistic with this generation. It can't be jerking off dry to just their thoughts. They <laughs> Listen, listen. It's like I needed the Betty honey, Davis honey, used honey, to do more with an ankle. Honey, than I got Pamela this, Anderson honey. could do in a skimpy this, tuck, in a skimpy bikini. Listen, mom, uh we all know you wanted to be a poet and you weren't allowed to be a poet, at least an erotic poet in in your day. It was seen as you know, immoral. What the, the hell are we doing? <laughs> Son, we're going to get back to you. You never answered my question in the first place. Are you a dry tugger or do you use lotion? It shouldn't matter. Whatever you're going to suggest oh, for me, it matters. I, I should be able to jerk off to regardless of my lotion preferences. We didn't have the luxury of lotion back in the 40s, Jake. We just had to go sometimes a little spit, but otherwise you're just doing just, it dry. That's gross. I'm not... <laughs> Yuck. We'll start with coconut oil. Okay. Next to the ants on a log. I did drizzle a little what? coconut oil on the ants on a log. Just why? I noticed that. Because it's I adventurous. That, it's, yeah, it tastes good. I like it. Slid but right down coconut. my throat. <laughs> well, and now perfect segue. Coconut oil <laughs> is great for lubrication for yourself. And if you know, in a couple years, or who knows. Could be a couple months before you're getting tugged off in uh, in the in your bunk bed here <laughs> or whatever. And listen, son, don't try to do the pull out method, okay? Because I I know it doesn't work. That's how you got here. We went right from second to home plate there. But- <laughs> I, you know, I was a little upset that you all met without me about this, but it seems like you didn't really meet without. <laughs> like everyone's throwing their own things at the wall. We heard. I showed everyone a tape of silk stockings. We all went to our own rooms and brainstormed, and now we met again at the door. That's absurd. Don't I get a say in this? Can't I just leave me alone? I'll I'll masturbate in the shower. Oh no, no! I have to clean that. <laughs> and Drano is expensive, son. Okay, we can't be spending too much money on Drano. It's all about the end cost, son. Okay. Plus, the implication of jerking off in the shower is that you're not allowed to do it around the house, and that is fine. <laughs> you get your coconut oil. Um, you find out what you're into. I got you a little sampler of different kinds of pornography. Um, what um, the hell? Your father and I are an adventure. This, I don't want you to focus too hard on the faces of these people. They are our neighbors. Uh, what? Well, it's just we're consent. We're consent. What in the? <laughs> I don't want you. <laughs> we are against we. The porn industry has turned sex into big business. Yes, okay? we do not support that. Now, if you want to go that route, that is more so. You can do that once you move out of this house. But yeah. until then, you will be watching amateur porn, and you are gonna thank. The Starnovskys next door. No, I am not. <laughs> yes, you will. Wait till you see what <laughs> these Starnovskys get up to. You're no. You're judging I'm not 
<laughs> You're judging a book by their cover. The Sternovkis have taught us a lot. I don't care. This is organic gonna... porn. This is this is this is like having a garden out back. Are you grossed out by that? Uh, um, cut to the cut to the carpool with Jake and uh, uh, the Sternovsky son, and the, they're they're riding in uh, their car to uh, soccer practice on a Saturday morning. <laughs> Off the quad back there, Jake. Uh, what's going on? I wish I was dead. <laughs> Why is that, Jake? What's 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 the problem? I think you know what the problem is. I think your pro- your brain's warped from watching all the silk stockings you don't stop blabbing Why? about. Why? <laughs> I don't blab about them. I discreetly hid it, and then my <laughs> parents did some sort of crowdfunding for amateur pornography. You didn't, you didn't like the fact that we were repeatedly saying your name throughout? Why would I like that? It's an acknowledgement. <laughs> yeah, I don't... You know how upsetting that was for me to watch that, knowing that it's my neighbors, knowing that it's my friend's parents, and then they uttered my name, knowing that they made it for me? Listen, all I'm saying is if you keep watching this silk stocking stuff, next thing you know, you'll be going down this route. You're going to be paying for women's stockings. You're going to be waiting in in aisles of, of Target, looking at stockings. We're saving you a lifetime of, of worryment. Why me? What is everyone else masturbating? It's not just you. Your parents made a tape for me. Yeah. The whole they got together. We're all okay with that. I learned titty fucking from your parents. All right. Let's get back to the meat part of the podcast where a guest shares a true meaty story from their life. Quinn, you're up first. Uh, What would you like? To talk about, uh, this is uh, a, this is a, this story is a couple years old. It's not really based on movies or anything that we've been talking about so far. But I was thinking about it the other day when I was talking to my brother. He um, lives in Austin, Texas, and um, I visit. I went to visit him for the first time a few years ago when he was living with some friends uh, in a, like a house that they'd all the four of them had rented because you can rent a house in Texas, um, and. Uh, um, I'd never been there before. And I was getting in on like, I was leaving on the red eye and I was getting in at like three 30 in the morning. So I was like, don't worry about like, just leave your side door unlocked and I'll just like get there and you don't have to pick me up. Um, so I like, he sends me the address. I, uh, land in, uh, Austin international, whatever the airport is. And I got a Lyft or an Uber, but they were not doing it at the time. They were doing like, I think Austin specifically, or maybe the state of Texas had like banned, the popular rideshare services. So I had to get like one of the, I forget what it was called, but it was one of the kind of jankier ones. Um, and so I, I could have, I guess, just taken a cab, but I didn't think to do that. Um, so I, I downloaded the app I got in this guy's car is a super nice guy. And obviously like I just took the address that my brother had um, texted me and I copied it and I pasted it into the app. And it was something like, you know, one, two, six Alamo street or something. And, um, so I put it in and the guy's super nice. And he was like telling me about his kids and I was like doing this, like as he's retired and he's making a little bit of money. And it was like a totally nice, uh, exchange. I was grateful that he was even like there to pick me up. Um, and he drops me off. And again, I've never like been to my brother's place. So I'm like outside the house and everything is dark because it's so late. 
and I go around to the side and like, not only is the door not unlocked, there's like no side door. So like I'm arrived, I've got all my stuff. Um, <laughs> cause I was going to stay for a little bit <laughs> and I was like, this is weird. Um, maybe I should like, I don't want to wake him up, but like, maybe he meant like by the side door, he meant like go around the side and there's like a sliding door in the back. So I'm like walking all around this house at like four in the morning, four 30. And I'm like looking in and like trying doors. And, um, eventually there was like this sliding screen door in the back, which I tried and I like step in and I see he's got like two cats and the cats are looking at me and I'm like, Truman, my brother's name is Truman. I'm like, Truman doesn't have any cats, but like maybe his roommates have cats. Like, I don't know. Like basically nothing was lining up with like the instructions that my brother had given <laughs> me. And there was that very strange feeling, like that goosebumps feeling. Like the second I stepped in, I was just like, oh, something's wrong here. This isn't right. So I like stepped out. I like went back onto the curb. Obviously my driver had left. It was like totally dead. It was like a suburban area outside of Austin. And, um, I'm like looking at the curve. I'm like, this number is, is right. And I'm looking at, and, um, I go back in, I stand in the house <laughs> again. <laughs> and it, I don't know why. Like, I, I just was like, I can't call him. I can't call him outside his house and be like, what, what do you want me to do? But like, I'm finally in there because you I'm feel like, dumb. The cats are, Cause I feel dumb. Yeah. And I'm like, I did everything right. Like I didn't punch the number and the address in wrong. I just sent it. Yeah. Um, and so like I, I, the, the, Everything, everything was seemingly correct. So I'm like, I guess I'm just going to go to sleep on this couch. But the cats that were, there were two cats and they were like, just sitting there and they just kept like following me everywhere I went and like very kind of tense in the way that cats are when they're like not moving, but they're also not looking away from me. Um, and so I was like, this is weird. And so I, I, I step outside again. So now I've like been in this house twice and I, I just punch the, I do the same thing as I did with the, the app. I take the address and I punch it into my, uh, my maps app. And, uh, it tells me that I'm actually like a street over and actually like Texas had like one, two, three, whatever Alamo street. And then it had like, Oh no, you know what I said was Alamo street, but it was something like 18th street. And that's important. (laughs) (laughs) But so it was one, two, three, 18th street and they have 18th street. And then this place in Texas also had 18 and a half street. So it wasn't that the house number was a half. It was that the street number was a half. So this guy, this perfectly nice guy had dropped me off in the wrong house. I was just a street over. And it was like between 18th and 19th street, there was 18th and a half street. And I've just for the past like 30 minutes been casing this house. Like I'm (laughs) a big dude. I've got like a backpack and full of stuff. And I'm literally like looking in every window as I go by. I'm like, I'm not calling out. I'm trying to be quiet because I assume my brother and his roommates are asleep. But I was like, this looks like the house of like a guy who's got some kids. Like this looks like a very like oh. resident, you know, this does not look like four guys out of college are living in this what house. What time is it again? Um, it's 4.30 in, in the morning. <laughs> in Texas, <laughs> the make my day state. Like I, I, I realized that like I punched it into the app literally as I was standing like in the doorway of this house with the screen door half open and I'm like standing half inside, half outside. And then when I realized I just bolted like all the way <laughs> down the street, I ran with all my stuff and I, I got to the right house, but I thought about it all. Like I told my brother the next day 
And he couldn't have been more like, or his roommate was like, oh yeah, I get that guy's mail. Sometimes I'll just like drop. He's like, he's just a guy. But I was like, this dude had no idea that I was like standing in his house, probably like a few yards away from where he's sleeping. And it was just retroactively the most terrifying thing, the dumbest, most terrifying thing I'd ever done in my life. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Maybe I'm thinking of that story because we were talking about Halloween and how Michael Myers would just show up in people's homes. I felt like Michael Myers, unwittingly, I was just Michael Myers (laughs) in this guy's home. (laughs) With a suitcase and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a very good chance that if I was a little less persistent, he would have just found me because I was, I wasn't going to go to my brother's room and wake him up when I got there. I was just going to crash on the couch and there was a couch. So I literally, at one point, if the cats weren't weirding me out, I was like, I'll just fuck it. I'll figure it out tomorrow. I'll just put my stuff down and fall asleep on this couch. And I would have woken up (laughs) looking down the barrel of a shotgun. Maybe I don't know, but it it didn't come. Wow. We're from New Jersey originally where also like, I don't know. People would, I, I wouldn't worry that much about what, I, well, you'd still be bad if you woke up in someone else's home, but I would, I was slightly more worried being in Texas. I was like, this could go not well. Yeah. Um, did, did your brother ever tell him? Do you know? I asked, uh, he was, no, I don't know. I don't know if he ever told him and they don't live there anymore, but um, <laughs> I do remember saying like the next time you exchange mail with this guy maybe like if you want to mention it like you can i'm not going to probably be back here so <laughs> i don't know that they did that that might have soured the relationship they might have stopped getting their mail that went to this place, but. yeah that's crazy because that's probably something like that that person thinks as much as as much as he would have been scared to see you <laughs> like, like to like to just be like someone was in here <laughs> I think about that from his perspective all the time. Cause I don't think I left, like, obviously I closed the door behind me when I left, but I think about all the time, if someone was like mistakenly in my house, I would rather never know about that. Cause I would never feel like safe. Again. Yeah. True. Jesus. <clears throat> I've had, I, I once somebody like opened my door in my apartment and then immediately was like, whoop. Uh, so I think they were like coming to meet a friend or whatever and just got like the wrong door or whatever. And I didn't see them. I just heard the door open. Uh, and then a guy go, oh, <laughs> and then close the door. Um, and I'm trying. I mean, you were describing it like a fear. And I, so many of the jobs I've had in my life have been going to other people's homes, like as an improv coach. I also worked with like youth on probation and I'm always terrified of that happening of like at finding myself, but I would, I don't think I would ever get inside, but I'm still worried about the idea of like, I think some people are like, come on in or we're the first door on the right or whatever. And it's like, I fucking hope this is the right house, but I can't think that I've ever gone in the wrong place. It's also the difference between like, cause yeah, I've made that mistake before. I'm sure. Um, but like the difference in time, like there's no good reason for you, for anyone to be in my house or apartment or whatever at four 30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's not like a fun misunderstanding yeah. if it's that late, like you always assume the worst. Yeah. How was the rest of your trip to Texas, Quinn? It was good. I was going because my brother and I are big Yankee fans and they were playing Houston in the playoffs. So like spontaneously, I had just bought this ticket to go and then we were going to drive to Houston the next day, which we ultimately did. 
and then they had a crushing defeat, which was a bummer. So it was, it set the tone, like it set the tone where I was like really excited. And then I got there and I was like, I could have avoided this trip entirely. If I had just told myself, like, you're going to go into the wrong house <laughs> you're <gonna> pay money to <laughs> go see your team lose when you didn't have to fly halfway across the country to see them. Like it was just a, a regretful trip, oh, but I get the story out of it. That's the worst going on a trip to like, see your team play somewhere and like you spend all this money and then they lose, um, which is a thing I don't normally do. Yeah. I haven't done since, yeah. But yeah, it's not great. <laughs> how'd you like the, uh, how'd you like a uh, minute made park? It's pretty chill. I'd never been. It's nice. They have yeah, a, pretty, they have a train filled with oranges. Yeah, it's pretty nice. <laughs> Can you grab it. an orange off it? <laughs> no, it, it runs along the top of the ballpark. If someone hits a home run, they just run it back and forth. And I guess minute Maid, So they like minute Maid's like, we got to get our sponsorship money out of this. Fill that caboose with oranges. <laughs> the oranges rot. <laughs> <laughs> they the might oranges. be fake. Uh, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> I'm, have you been back to Texas since then? I have been back a couple of times to see my brother. He's now living somewhere else. Um, but I'm always, it's always a trip. The first I visited him another time and he was living with different people. And one guy had like a dog and he was at work when I showed up. I should just show up when my brother's home and awake because <laughs> I think this the solve here. But I was showing up at like 2 p.m. and he was going to get off work. So I went and he goes, there's a dog and it'll bark at you. But just um, you're cool. It's cool. Don't be afraid. He's my roommates. And I was like, OK. And I'd never met this group of roommates. And um, I opened the door and the dog barked, but also he bit and he like, I just kind of not kicked, but I just kind of wedged, like gave him my shoe. So he was like gnawing on the this part of my shoe. And then I just hobbled to his room and closed the door and waited four <laughs> hours for him to get home. <sighs> now that I'm thinking about it, a lot of my trips to Texas are weird. All right. All right, uh, execs, get in here. I just sealed us the best Minute Maid deal, okay? What do people think of when they think of Minute Maid orange juice? They think of trains and they think of baseball, right? We all agree on that? Breakfast, yes, eggs. Of course. <laughs> Absolutely. What was that, Josh? Sorry, I know I'm just the intern, uh, but I also think of breakfast. I also think of like having uh, orange juice, eggs. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> Maybe yeah. it was a part of a smoothie. Keep, <laughs> sorry. Part of a smoothie. Keep thinking that way. You'll still be an intern. Uh, we <laughs> Minute made orange juice, trains, and baseball. So I paid a lot of money. We got a little choo-choo train that'll go around the top of the uh, Houston Astrodome. Uh, and we'll put some oranges in the back. We would just, yeah. What if we just shove it full of orange, like filled to the That's brim with I'm oranges? Thinking. Yeah, I love it. And I think instead of having it run continuously, we should only run it back and forth when they hit a home run. Great. I love it. Save energy, Save energy limited visibility only for the big moments. <clears throat> yeah. And then we don't have to build, build an entire track. We just build like a quarter of a track. Oh, that. That's great. I think that it, it's still going to cost us about. $8 million, but I think that that'll be a, a great investment. People will see a home run. They'll think, I wish I had a tasty glass of orange juice. They'll see the train bring a, a, bun, a caboose full of oranges. They'll go, I wish I had one of those. I can't. I'm going to leave okay. and go get one. How about this? Instead of drinking Gatorade on the sidelines, we fill those jugs with Minute Maid. Minute Maid jugs. 
Mm. Mm. Pouring Minute Maid. They're pouring the Minute Maid on the manager after they win, right? You see those big, mm-hmm. muscular baseball arms. Pouring. It's all stingy. He's got citrus in his eyes. Yeah. You can't see. Yeah. So then when you, so then you start thinking about, ooh, okay. Whenever I got to wash my clothes, I'm thinking about orange juice. Whenever I see some big, burly arms, I'm at the gym. I see some dude doing steroids. I'm thinking of orange juice. Yeah, pretty pretty smart, pretty sharp. Oh, oh God. <laughs> the intern trips and a bunch of papers fall out of a folder. Oh, don't mind these. What are those? Well, what, what, what is, is that? This? What is that I see? Oh, God. It just, sorry, just some sketches I drew up. Oh, this yeah. One, let's get a look at these. This one just says orange juice. It's... <laughs> Uh, need vitamin C? Try a glass of orange juice. And then I just drew a sketch of like maybe we could have some orange juice stands like at the around the baseball what? stadium where people could just get a free cup of orange juice. So or maybe they pay for it. They could pay like five dollars for the orange juice. Well, yeah, no one's getting free cups of orange juice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That vitamin C. <laughs> you want people to think about the doctor when they drink orange juice. I want people to think about orange juice when they see a baseball player hit a home run. <laughs> the Mets have the apple, okay? The, so New York Met hits an app, hits a home run, a big apple goes up and down. No one calls them stupid. I don't know why we're getting so much pushback from a fucking intern, a guy we don't even pay <laughs> about my orange juice train. Okay? Yeah. I spilled my folder. I was putting your coffees in front of you. I, I... What's this one? I didn't ask for coffee. I asked for orange juice. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Is yeah. Where is our hot pot of orange juice? <laughs> I didn't... Whoa, whoa, wait, wait a second. Let me see this. You asked for a hot pot. I assumed it was coffee. <laughs> Hold on. You got a little, you have a little minute made uh, juice center for children. You want kids drinking juice? Is that what you want? If they grow up drinking juice, they'll keep doing it into adulthood. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my Goodness. Juice is an adult beverage. Okay. We've been pretty clear on that. You drink juice after a hard day of work. The wife's yah, yah, yah. And you just Poor had to vodka. deal with the boss for six hours. I just need a tall glass of orange juice. No pulp. Yeah. Maybe pour a little vodka in there. You know what I'm saying? Do what you need to do. It's an adult beverage. That's not a bad and I want. Okay. Where's my hot pot of I'll go get the hot pot. I got to make another. I don't even know how to make a hot pot of orange juice. Do you just take the orange juice and put it in the pot? I can't believe we have to answer these questions. What did you? I'll I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. You know what? Listen, intern. Ever since our father died and left us the Minute Maid Corporation, Uh interns like you have been fucking it up. Okay. They might have been lax. They might have been lenient when it was under our father's regime. But you got to hold your weight, okay? Yeah. I'm I'm so trying. I am desperately trying. I'll go heat up. I'll go microwave some more juice. I'm I'm so sorry. He leaves. He closes the door. Has a moment to himself. (laughs) Fuck, Daniel. (laughs) Fuck. You're fucking it up. You and your dreams. Scampers to the kitchen. We go back to the room. (laughs) I mean, he's a sweet kid, but... I want to tie him to the train tracks and run him over with an orange juice train. (laughs) And then you reverse the train back slightly and then it hits him again. And they go backwards. It's like (laughs) orange juice and vitamins and for kids and breakfast. That kid. Who the fuck? This guy's living in the fucking 19th century, man. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what his problem is. It's orange juice. He was telling me something about. He was telling me something about if you peel it, there's fruit on the inside that you eat. Okay. And I'm like, listen, kid, 
All right. I've been in this business a long time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure oranges are made to be squeezed with your hand over a jug yeah. and drank. Yeah. Well, these aren't monkey skulls. We're not peeling them and eating what's inside. That guy is an idiot. <laughs> comes back in. Intern comes back in. He's got kind of a new attitude. <laughs> got your hot OJ. Uh, Whoa, this confidence. Uh, got your hot OJ, boys. Here, I'll splish splash it around these plastic cups. Have happening? fun handling that. <laughs> what are you doing? Your hot juice. We I'll drink mine a- straight from the pitcher. <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, now this kid knows his orange juice, okay? I like this attitude adjustment. Here's uh, my commercial you- pitch, okay, bed. <laughs> he does cocaine. Uh, <laughs> we uh, get Jose Canseco. He hits an orange over the back wall. <laughs> We get two babes. They kiss right where the orange falls in the outfield. And then. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey intern. Yeah. You want to be our new CFO? What? I That's thought you'd never position. ask. <laughs> I thought you'd never ask. He pushes this guy out of his chair. Out of a window. <laughs> <laughs> Squeeze that man. See what kind of juice you can get out of him. So do we wake him up or, I mean, he seems to be pretty comfortable sleeping on the couch. Yeah. He's so, it's, he's, he's so childlike. He doesn't, he doesn't like smell bad. He seems like he, like his, his hair smells like, mm, I think that's, um, hey. it's a uh, Pantene. Hey, so hey Tim, quit smelling hair. his hair. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to figure, handle the situation. You know, you've got every inch of that guy mapped for smells. <laughs> Well, I'm thinking he uses Pantene for shampoo. It, it looks like he uses uh, some type of... Uh, wait, hold on. Uh, I believe that's Tropical Smash. Uh, tropical Smash Body Wash. Um, oh, okay. He likes to use cocoa butter as lotion, I see. Okay. <laughs> you are, you are taking very- this guy in. Well, I'm just trying to figure out who this guy is. Okay, do we know? Do do either one of you know who this guy is? I don't. That's the thing. But he 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 woke up on our couch. You know, we all woke up. We all came downstairs. I thought he was your friend. You thought he was my friend. I mean, I don't know what. Well, what do you think, Bobby? We, maybe he's maybe he's dangerous. Should we like you know try to scare him? Should we put you? some clothes on him? He's, he's completely naked right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we should cover him up. <laughs> yeah. Or should we just wake him up? I don't want to wake him. I don't want to alarm him. He doesn't know who we are. You want? To- I'll put him in my Tony Romo jersey. Just so. <laughs> so we, I kind of feel like you guys are treating him a little bit like a dolly. <laughs> He's like, does he look like a guys? I'm, I'm upstairs looking through my closet. Does he look like a larger an XL? Mm, his shoulders are kind of broad. I'd say XL. All right, I'll bring both. Two sides of Tony Romo jerseys. That's, that's <laughs> smart. All right. You know what? Leonard, help me lift his arms so and <laughs> get this over his head. <laughs> How is he not waking up right now? <laughs> He's definitely breathing. All right. He's definitely so breathing. So the naked right? guy's got a jersey on now. We might want to. <laughs> Well, now he just looks weird without pants. I'm gonna get pants, guys. I'm going back upstairs. Well, what we don't—I don't know what, what kind of pants are you getting. I'd say sweatpants or 
you got to get some gym shorts. Know, gym you, shorts, right? Leonard, can you uh, can you eyeball his uh, his waist? What are we thinking? Thirty six inch, thirty two. Uh, yeah, but I feel like that'd be too tough. I feel like you should get something with an elastic band, some like gym shorts or s- sweatpants. You know, I, that's I, right. I'll bring both. His balls are pretty large. We need they need to breathe. So I would say gym shorts. That's my that's my guess. God, quit smelling yeah, gym his shorts balls. and sweatpants. <laughs> Leonard, help me lift his legs. I'm going to get these sweatpants. <laughs> oh, hungry. <laughs> right. I, I, I think we're weirder than him now. <laughs> this guy got too drunk probably at a frat party, but we have smelled his balls. We're dressing him up like our favorite football player. I feel like I should make a getaway plan. Wait a second. Hold on, guys. I think. This is Tony Romo. <laughs> Don't let the jersey. You, this happens with you in jerseys. You th- Are you sure? You think Are this you sure it's not Tony Romo? I can't be positive. Listen, you're saying you're saying we're being weird, but do we or do we not live in Texas? We, we, we live do. in Texas. And is Texas not the make my day state where you can do anything you want to someone who stumbles onto your property? Okay. I don't know if I want to test the limits of that law. Hey. We could shoot this guy in the head. We're just dressing him up. We're being neighborly. I don't think it's that weird. Also, maybe he has the ability to play quarterback and he could potentially be the future starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. You know? It's not Tony Romo. You got to let go of the Tony Romo thing. <laughs> he's, re- he's also retired. <laughs> <laughs> we got to these guys meeting with the owner of the Dallas Cowboys. So you want to trade me Tony Romo? <laughs> it's the guy still sleeping. So, uh, they've, they've, they've managed to keep him asleep and sus- sustained through like yogurt and stuff in his mouth. And like they clean him and take care of him like one of the real life dollies. Listen, this man is Mr. Jones. He's got tremendous arm strength here. Leonard, go long. And I'm like lifting his, I'm like lifting his arm up and putting it's, a football It's in. a perfect spiral. <laughs> Holy shit. I think I look I, at the zip on that. I think I broke a finger. I think I broke a finger guys. Tony, was, I thought you were retired. This is incredible. So, <laughs> so <laughs> who are you three guys? Why? We're his representation. We're Texans. Yeah, yeah, Texan. Just good old neighborly people. Okay, okay. <laughs> we get it. We see Tony gets a tryout. We see we see Tony, a sleeping guy with a Tony Romo jersey and no pants on. <laughs> all, right, all right, okay. Uh, cut to the Super Bowl. The three of us are controlling the quarterback. <laughs> We're controlling the sleeping. It's like uh, it's like the Lion King where they they used the drafts. where just like each have got poles that are holding up different parts. <laughs> He's in the huddle. Tony, we. (laughs) I I don't think we can run it anymore. Just hit me on the post route, and I'll I'll look your way. (laughs) All right, he's under. He's under center. (laughs) Uh, uh, Cut to the cut to the broadcast booth, and Tony Romo's under center. He's won the NFL MVP. He broke the record for most yards passed in a season, most touchdowns in a season. The least amount of interceptions in the season. I don't know how he does it. How does he do it, Jim? <laughs> oh my God! They just broke the tackle. Tony Romo has been sacked. That was quite a hit. Oh no! You hate to see this in sport, Leonard. Please tell me he's not getting up. Oh no! It, it looks like he might be knocked out. I don't. I don't. I don't think his eyes are open. 
Tony Romo is lying lifeless on the field right there, and they are bringing out the medical team. You don't, you hate to see something like this happen to a promising quarterback. Uh, I, uh, the the sleeping man is now on the stretcher, and he he's waking up to be surrounded by uh, fifty thousand people screaming. <laughs> Where am I? Sir, 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 you've been hit very hard. You probably have a concussion, okay? We're going to have to take you out of the game. I know it's the Super Bowl. You can't go back into the game. Come on, guys, clean him up. Jessica Simpson can't see him like this. Where's my brother? Wow, he is. Wow, he is really concussed. He is really, he is really concussed, guys. He doesn't even realize he's at the Super Bowl. All right, let's get back to the meat part of the podcast where a guest shares a true meaty story from their life. Leonard, you're up. What would you like to talk about? What's going on, guys? So um, if you've listened to the episode I was on last time, this is kind of um, similar. It's got a a theme, (laughs) but um, it's it's really all about uh, right now I am in in the middle of a weight loss journey. I was going to, I was going to say, you look like you trimmed up a little bit. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yes, sir. I've lost a little bit of weight, man. Since November, I have lost over 65 pounds now. So congrats, man. Like just a couple pounds away from 70 pounds lost. And uh, it's been great. And uh, you know, I'm feeling good. I'm looking good. It's what, you know, but uh, this reminded me of a time when I was a little bit heavier and uh, man, I used to like clean pools. And like middle school, there was this like hotel or whatever I worked at and I would clean the pool there. And I also was like a fat kid and I was very self-conscious about like getting in pools and bodies of water. And I would like always wear my t-shirt into like pools for a very long time. It's kind of funny because like that whole Jonah Hill thing happened this week where they like like published the photos of him like not wearing a t-shirt and he came out like I've always been self-conscious. It took me 37 years, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, that that resonated with me a lot. But um, I eventually got over that and I eventually got over my like kind of like issues with pools, public pools, always like like natural bodies of water. But it was my nephew's eighth birthday and my sister. And since he's fucking turning eight years old, they're going to have a birthday at a goddamn water park. (laughs) So he's born July 13th and it would happen to be a Friday the 13th. And um. I was going to get a couple tattoos. There's a Friday the 13th special and a friend of mine like worked at a tattoo shop and she was doing the tattoos. So I was going to go get a couple tattoos after his birthday party. And before his party, I let him, I, I got a couple, I got, I knew I was going to get a couple. So I let him choose one. Like there was like a, a, a few pages of like tattoos that you could get. And I let him choose one. And uh, I would have never chosen it, but it's his tattoo on my body now. And um, <laughs> what is it? I told is that him, part of the story or no? Uh, it's kind of part of the story. It's just like a Grim Reaper thing. It's just funny because you can't see it, but I look at it every day. And people are like, "What the fuck is up with that tattoo?" And I'm like, "I let my nephew, I let my nephew choose it. I let what him choose that it." that part of the Friday the Thirteenth deal? Is you had to get like a spooky tattoo? Yeah, like it's a, like a thirteen. <laughs> Yeah, like like a lot of the stuff had thirteen in it, and his birthday is is the thirteenth, July thirteenth, and I think he might have been born on a Friday the thirteenth. So I was like, "Well, this is dope. Like, I'll I'll get this." 
it, it kind of was his present, but the real present was the fact that I went to his fucking shitty birthday party at this point. <laughs> and uh, how old were you? <laughs> I guess I was 30, 30, 32, 31 at the time. And I was like, all right. I went, went down some slides with him. I was like, all right, man, this is kind of fun. I'm having a little fun at the water park. You know, I'm just not going to think about all the piss in the water. It's okay. <laughs> and I went and got on another slide. And boy, I was zooming down that bitch, man. I'm flying. And I'm like, hold on, I'm going a little bit too fast. <laughs> and I'm hitting a turn and I'm realizing that I'm going super fast. And I'm like, I'm about to shoot out of this fucking, it was like a half pipe slide. Uh-huh. So there's no top. And I like had the wherewithal and realized what was happening. So I like turned my body and like tried to slow my momentum down, slow my energy down. But like, I still flew the fuck up. Like I hit the hat, like the side of the half pipe slide flew up in the fucking air and like, made it to where like I fell back towards the slide and I just came down like five feet directly down on my side, on my wrist and fucked my wrist up and fucking like slid down. And it was shook. I was shook the fuck up. I was just like, Holy shit. I almost fucking died at this water park. And me like being me, I like came back and I was just like kind of shaking up. And my sister's like, what's going on? I was like, man, I almost fucking flew out of the goddamn slide, man. Like, you know how stupid I would have looked if I would have died at a water park? <laughs> my, uncle, my my sister hit me. She's like, stop, stop. And I was like, what? And she was like, her husband, my brother-in-law, hit one of his nephews had drowned at a water park. And I was just like, oh, well, now I feel even worse. Now I feel even worse. <laughs> oh, and um, so, you know, just like this story I told last time I was on, I almost drowned in fucking Big Bear in the lake with a boat with no ladder. Um, I was at a water park this time and I almost fucking died flying off of a water slide, like in falling like 30 feet to my death. But I didn't. Thank God. <laughs> t-shirts the last year. To <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I wasn't wearing a t-shirt. I think I had more. I was uh, just able to glide quicker. Maybe if I had a t-shirt on, I would have had a little bit more friction. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to go as fast. But uh, yeah, I went back, got the tattoos, and it was just, uh, I'll never forget that day. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> does your wrist okay? Yeah, my wrist, yeah, it, it was fine. It just like was kind of fucked for a couple of weeks. But does it, I feel like the, well, a permanent slide is a little different, but sometimes I look at those, I look at like those amusement park rides, specifically like carnivals and that kind of stuff. And I'm just like, we put too much faith (laughs) into the people working here. And also the fact that someone died at a water park and you went to a water park again. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) I feel like if I knew someone like in my outer circle who'd like died at a water park, I'd be like, I'm probably done with water parks. Yeah. It's like motorcycles. Like I'm, I'm skinnier now, so maybe it wouldn't be an issue, but I'm still not going to a fucking water park. <laughs> I used to love water parks. <clears throat> they were like so fun, but they're disgusting. They are. Yeah. I had a friend, you know, the water parks will have those like, I don't know what else to call them. Like, uh, wave pool. Uh, no, like they have like gymnasiums almost. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Where you climb and the water's shooting out everywhere. Yeah. And there's like little water guns up top. And like you can, I had a friend who would get to the top of it and just pee (laughs) down on everybody. 
He would just stand at the top and let pee come out of his dick, uh, and it would fucking kids trickle down out of his dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, out of his dick. Can you believe it? Uh, and it would just trickle down onto everybody playing on that fucking set. It was like at the time, could everyone see him doing that? <laughs> no, because he's just in swim trunks and there's water everywhere. Oh, oh, I see. What you're like saying. standing yeah, yeah, at the yeah, yeah. top. Like you would like, like people pee in a pool that way. Right. They just yeah. kind of like stand there and let it happen. And it was like, we were all teenagers and it was like kind oh, of funny, but I was like, this is disgusting. <laughs> yeah. I don't play with that shit. I don't like that at all. I, <laughs> yeah. I don't play with piss either. <laughs> I, would, I like it a little. Like it a little? <laughs> Some people aren't as grossed out by it though. I pee in lakes. But everyone does. Yeah, lakes, lakes, ocean is cool. But like, ever since I was a kid, man, I I did not like fucking any type of water park. Like really getting into like pools, really. Yeah. Come to think of it, peeing on each other was kind of a thing. Uh, <laughs> piss like, play, <laughs> piss play. Like I can remember, we'd go to the rec center and then shower off after the rec center, and you would have to, you'd have to be vigilant because. <laughs> Our friends beat on you <laughs> because you couldn't feel it hitting you. So if you were like in the shower, they would just come up and start peeing on your leg <laughs> because you couldn't tell that you're getting pissed on. Uh, and all it took was for one kid to figure that out. And then it was like rampant, rampant. Hi, uh, are, are you still open? I'm. I'd like to get a tattoo. Yeah, you we're are? open, right? <laughs> Great. Yeah, yeah, we're still open. Um. Okay. Cool. Well, I have a little drawing here uh, of what I need. Um, okay. All right. Here it is. Um. So, so just so there's no confusion as to what you're looking at. Um, yeah, Leonard, you want to come take a look at this? <laughs> Leonard's going to be doing the art. I'm just managing. It's a human butt, um, uh, but with a smile. So this, the smile needs the smiley of the smiley face kind of needs to go beneath both cheeks. I know it's kind of not not how you'd like picture that, but smiling. Yeah. But the eyes, smiley. of course. Yeah. You want this under your butt cheeks or because this is a rendering of a tattoo of a butt with a smiley face on it. Do you want that or do you want this on you? This will be on me. Okay. This is the, the butt included and uh, it's going on my so neck. You, so. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, was, I was about to say, because you don't have big enough cheeks to have tattoos up under the cheeks. But if we're putting this what? on your neck. Anyways, I was just thinking about the logistics. Anyways, so we're, we're you already eyed my cheeks right when I came in. Here. <laughs> um, I'm always looking at the cheeks. Okay, listen now. Anyways, cheeks yeah. is the number three most tatted place. So uh, yeah, Leonard's a bit of a cheek spurt. Yes, okay. I'm a cheek spurt. <laughs> and I mean, I, so, if you think it'll turn out better on my cheeks, but he seemed to he seemed to be kind of shitting on the he? canvas a little bit, Leonard. Oh. oh. The main thing I was going to tell you is I let my three year old nephew figure out my. Uh, you don't need to. My tattoo. Okay, so, so you're butt with a smiley face. Your nephew threw, drew these smiley faces on this butt, and yeah, and he drew the butt too. I know the butt is kind of stunning. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, why? Was, <clears throat> why he's three? Why'd you let him pick? 
Yeah. I thought it would be something to bond us. I thought maybe I gave him a couple options. I was like, maybe you get your uncle Josh, like a Eagle, uh, <laughs> swooping down and getting a fish. And uh, you could get, I don't know, like, uh, okay. My Good question. Our initials. Yeah. You're saying it's a bonding moment, but he's only three years old. I don't think he's going to remember this. Yes. Um, he might though. He seemed pretty excited and he did pick the butt with a smiley face that says, uh, I eat farts. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's okay. Look, if you think about it, it's pretty deep for a three-year-old It eats farts. That means the butt is both expelling hey. and eating the farts. I've, that's, that's fine. You- <laughs> yeah. Okay. You want to get that tattoo? That's fine. You're not, we are running a spooky special today and this doesn't qualify. So Damn it. can you have a bat yeah. flying out of the butt or something? <laughs> well, you can. Do you want to take that back to your nephew? That doesn't seem to be within his vision. Okay. Well, how far can I, can I have a distant bat like around the other side of the, well, we not, can charge you the, the spooky price. We can charge you a spooky price for the bat, but then we're, the other one is just going to have, it's not going to be the special price. Yeah. If, what if you, you want lines connecting it. No. If no. you want the spooky price, the spooky has to be as big as the actual tattoo. Or we can make that butt with the smiley face a little spookier. Like fangs? <laughs> yeah. You think your nephew would go for fangs? I don't want to, you know. <laughs> you, said so it, wait. you said it yourself. You might not remember it. I got $60. That's all I got. <laughs> no, that's not much to bring to a tattoo place. So so your your nephew was born on Halloween. It's the Halloween spooky special. <laughs> And to get it commemorated, you're going to get a butt that he drew tattooed on your neck instead of something spooky or Halloween related. He chose it. Uh, I wasn't even thinking spooky um, when I came in here. Um, it clearly says spooky special outside of the tattoo shop. Yeah, but you don't have to like, get the lunch special when you go to a Chinese restaurant. You can get whatever you want off the menu, right? If you want that smiley butt for 60 bucks, we're going to have to spook it up. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> all right. I just hope he doesn't. I hope you're right, and that he doesn't remember. Wait, uh, flat uh, butt. Cut ahead. to uh, cut to Josh's nephew's 16th birthday party, where Josh is covered in random tattoos that his nephew has drawn over the years, <laughs> but somehow have always made spooky that don't correlate. And uh, Quinn is his nephew, and he's very embarrassed that his uncle is at this birthday party. <laughs> Oh my God, Uncle Josh, why are you even here? What do you mean? We got to get the design for the new tattoo. I don't want to keep doing this every year. Let me go from this annual tradition that we have, okay? <laughs> what do you mean? This- you love the, all this stuff. I got a butt on my neck for you. <laughs> yeah, I know. And you're showing me in the lobby of a movie theater at a 16-year-old's birthday party, all right? We're all trying to watch Transformers and you're killing the vibe. Well, I'm sorry. Do you want me to get a Transformer tattooed? No, I want you to process this like an adult. Quinn, Quinn, is this your uncle? Is this your (sighs) uncle? No, it's just some guy I know. Right. Oh, hold on, hold on, man. I gotta see that Pokemon Frankenstein tattoo because they were like oh. you were really into Pokemon back in like sixth grade, Your right? Your tattoos give you away, Josh. I can't even distance then, myself from you, I've, dude. I've heard hey. so much about that. I saw that Pokemon Frankenstein ta- Frankenstein tattoo on Reddit, and I just been wanting to see it like in real life. Like, it's it's right here above my cheeks. I don't have the material to tattoo under. <laughs> Uncle Josh, wow. don't take your butt out in the lobby. Just the my butt. No, it's just Pikachu with a Frankenstein bolts in his head. 
Quinn, is says I eat your- farts. <laughs> <laughs> Quinn, is that your uncle? My uh, mom is kind of <laughs> just got divorced, and she wants me to see if that's your uncle and if he's available. Tell her to run far away, okay? She doesn't. This man has no self control. I want a dad. Literally any other dad, okay? <laughs> Yes, yeah, so if she that. wants to talk to him, that's my uncle. <laughs> cut to Uncle Jack. Cut to me talking to the the single woman. Hey, what? <laughs> what are you drinking? <laughs> hey, movie. So my my son Chet said you're friends with Quinn, huh? Uh, friends or uncles? Yeah, his uncle. Oh, you're his uncle. All okay. these tattoos covering my whole body. They. Uh, oh, you look so hip and young with all those tattoos. What do you got? Let me see some of those. Oh, there are tons of stuff. I got a. <laughs> uh, this is a tattoo of uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, <laughs> the one from the back of the movie theater, down in front. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is my whole back tattoo. This is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, oh, yeah, the boys it, love him. When oh, is that? That's fresh. How huh? you got that? What is that? Well, you, Couple years old, year old, two years old, yeah. This first MVP season, he's got a he's got like a furry werewolf thing happening, but that yeah, is Giannis. That's that? the Greek freak. Is <laughs> the Greek the Greek let's freak? Hope, and but hey, let's hope it's freak not a full moon tonight. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Are you drinking straight liquid butter right now? Yeah, that's actually a lot of people don't know this, but that's free at the theaters. You can just get a cup, get some, get some butter. You just sip the butter, and it uh, usually between the butter sips in the bathroom. I the movie's over before I know it. Hey, what's going on, everyone? I really appreciate everyone being here for the meeting. Um, we're all talking about, you know, um, just being supportive with each other in our, on our diets and with our weight loss journey. And, uh, I appreciate everyone being here and, uh, ready to be open and honest. Yes. So I just wanted, um, I just, let's talk about some of our motivations. What, what happened or what thoughts or feelings or, you know, maybe that one particular moment that was, that you know, made you be like, it's time for me to start losing some weight. Uh, does anybody want to go first? Okay. No one wants to I go. Mean, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. We want to hear yours. Well, you know, normally water parks are fun. Mm. You know, think of good oh, times. Everyone's mm-hmm. nodding their heads. Yeah. <laughs> water parks. Oh boy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We've all, I'm sure we've all had our issues at water parks <laughs> and I tried to play it safe. And I went, I went down the tube with my nephew. We went on a tandem slide, one of those full rounded tubes. And you know, uh, I just, uh, I got to the bottom and I got a little stuck. I got a little stuck, but the problem was my nephew was behind me and my nephew was stuck behind me for a good 45 minutes. His legs trapped under my, Torso, torso. Of course, he wasn't the first one down because just the laws of physics. Exactly, he's smaller than you, so he's going to be leading. Yeah. And ever since then, he just hasn't been able to go to a water park, and he he's terrified of of slides, of water. And I just feel really bad about it. And I just decided that day I have to, I have to lose some weight. But you and your nephew were caught in there. Oh yeah, we were caught. How did you, how'd they get you out? 
Did they pull the nephew out from beneath you or did they? I presume they sent more kids down the slide to try to wedge you. Well, well, the problem was they, before they realized I was stuck, you know, when you get halfway, they send somebody down. Uh Before they realized I was stuck, six kids had already gone down. So now my nephew legs trapped under my torso. He's got Mm. six kids pinning him back. Mm. And, and the water park, there was no one around. They didn't want to destroy the slide. So <laughs> they didn't. Did they say that? You could probably sue them. <laughs> we just had we just had a lot of pizza before. It was a pizza party. So I, I was I uh, I, I was ahead. I was gonna say I can confirm that I was there. Um it's the reason I I'm here today too is they sent me down after all those kids thinking that maybe a bigger guy would push everybody out and I blocked the other end. And so between he and I, we had a bunch of kids in a tiny cave that was blocked off by a couple of big guys. You know, your stories recall my own. Um, (laughs) I was born in a water slide. Uh, my mother went down, uh, after a large gentleman had blocked up the slide ahead of her, unbeknownst to her. And uh, before they sent another large gentleman down to try and clear it, but he got stuck and I was born somewhere in between. And um, did they like send a, a goldfish? <laughs> nope. Nope. It was oh. all, it was all just the waters of the, uh, natural slide that kind of carried me out. And uh, like a goldfish grows to fill its bowl. I, um, <laughs> I filled that slide mm-hmm. and uh, you grew up there. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Yep. See, so you're I, totally giving away your age because nowadays they'd have a doc. They have, they have, they have doctors at every water park ready to get in the slide and give deliver babies or whatever needs to be done. Well, I had a normal childhood as it goes. They, yeah. they gave me all my lessons from someone outside the slide who would just shout to me and, uh, or, or a series of Morse code through taps on the outside of the slide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Slide baby. If you will. That- sure. And you gained weight after that. <laughs> I imagine you had to fit in the slide your whole life. Maybe you went nuts or what happened? <laughs> I'd never had human food. Uh, I'd been uh, I'd been subsisting off of the water that was uh, <laughs> filtering down through the slide, and any hot dog buns or loose M and M's that might have fallen out of pockets before. And so, yeah, when I first when I saw my first uh, old country buffet, I, I kind of went crazy. <laughs> we see, <laughs> we see that. Josh is a firefighter. There's a rope tied to his leg, and he's actually inside the, the tube. That's great. Josh, have you, hey, have you been able to get any of them out yet? I don't know if anyone wants to leave. Jerry, I think what we've stumbled upon here is uh, society all to itself. Next to Jerry is the the, uh, the water park owner. Listen, that slide cost me $11 million to install and maintain, okay? So if you want to match that, then you can take it apart. But otherwise, you're going to have to find another way. <laughs> so it's a lot. Le- Look, what do you want me to tell you? I'm trying. My guy's trying to get. I sent him down there to start pulling people out. He's been down there for an hour. I'm telling you to stop. They're happy down there, okay? <laughs> See, my, Nobody- little- <laughs> my little feet kick back up to the back of the slide. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not sitting. Where are in, they? 
I'm not saving <laughs> in quotes anybody. What? They've got support groups down there. <laughs> They've got a whole society. You're not I met supposed a boy. to make that call. I've seen this before. I, he wants to join them. No. I'm going to put on some swim shorts. <laughs> I'm going to put on some swim shorts. I've, I've, if he, if this firefighter doesn't want to save them, I know what we need. We need at least seven to eight teenage boys. Pump them up with lemonade. Give them lemonade. Give them soda. We're going to piss them out. Okay. We're all going to, they're all going to piss down the slide at the same time. From their dicks? From their dicks. Wait, I thought <laughs> lemonade. I thought p- p- piss them out of the slide was Minute Maid's slogan. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Minute Maid doesn't have the rights to everything, okay? Well, if we, we're going to say piss him out of the slide, we got to say <laughs> we can't afford Minute Maid here, okay? We're going to go ba da ba da ba lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> well, all we can afford is the general brand, okay? The- <laughs> all right. <laughs> we're going to have a lawsuit in the slide. <laughs> We can tell the people in the slide that it's Minute Maid urine that's reaching them. We don't have to be 100%. Yeah, they don't have to know. Minute Maid does lemonade. (laughs) Yeah, Minute Maid does lemonade as well. Uh, They do it all. It's a match made in heaven. Hey, why don't you take it easy? You're an intern. I sent you down the slide. Take it easy with your Minute Maid lemonade pitches, all right? All right, that'll do it for this episode of the Meat Improv. Uh, thanks, Leonard and Quinn. That was a blast. Yeah, thanks, guys. That was very, this. very fun. Thank um, you, guys. It's um, me, Leonard, <laughs> and this is Quinn. Thank you. <laughs> no, no, it was a great time. Thanks for having us. Uh, uh, what do you want to plug? Let's start with uh, start with you, Leonard. What do you want to plug? Well, first of all, you know, uh, at FVF Podcast on Instagram. I believe on Twitter, uh, you know, listen, you can find film versus film podcast on all your platform, all your, uh, you know, uh, any podcast platform. And uh, me is just Leonard Smith Jr. If you look up Leonard Smith Jr., you'll find me. Uh, yeah. And I will uh, give a shout out to the uh, the UK ripoff version of the film versus film podcast, <laughs> which we <laughs> said we weren't going to promote. But there's another one. It came out after us and they do things a little bit differently. They have English accents. Um, otherwise, you could <laughs> they find literally me. do everything else exactly the same. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Leonard has been subtweeting their Instagram account and it's very fun for me. Uh, <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter at Quimboys, Instagram at Qboys, uh, Venmo at Quimboys. I'm just listing all the things where I'm able to get my full name, which bothers <laughs> Leonard because no one else has my name. But yeah. <laughs> I thought Qboys might be like some of the, <laughs> some of the guys <laughs> rioting the can- <laughs> at the Capitol. <laughs> but you oh, yeah. B O Y E S. The Qboys are total. I do not, I condemn them wholeheartedly. Also, I want to make an announcement that Quinn lost season two and will be punished and will be live streaming watching uh uh twilight so just uh, i have cool. to eat an entire canister of film <laughs> that's my punishment i just have to watch twilight uh, well that sounds cool uh awesome uh jake what do you got uh you can find 
I don't know. Uh, go to twitch.tv slash we improv. You can see Leonard and Quinn uh, play on Lotions 11 on Tuesday nights. Uh, there's also shows Monday and Wednesday nights. And uh, that's all I got right now. Check it out. Awesome. I'm at Josh Simpson on Instagram and Twitter. I have a YouTube account called Lazy Susan. Uh, I just put up a video about the magic show in and of itself. So check that out. It's really great. Uh, there you go. Uh, and then the Meet Improv is on all the social platforms at the Meet Improv. And we have our Patreon, patreon.com slash the Meet Improv, where you can get an extra bonus episode and access to our Discord channel. And that's it. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, tell a friend, why don't you? Mm-hmm. And we'll see you next time on the Meet, the Meet Improv. Oh,